Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from that couple you saw at that restaurant that morning. They just experienced their first swinger event. I could be reading from that person you saw in the elevator. You know the one. The one you said, have a good evening. And they smiled just a little bit more and said, yes, it will be. I could be reading from the UPS man. He secretly pulls over in an empty parking lot at lunch just so he can jack off in the back. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember, by submitting a confession or anything else, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You are 18 years of age or older and legally able to write, submit erotic, or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. We reserve the right to change names or other identifiable information, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. So you know how we have like national holidays, you know, National Whiskey Day, National Margarita Day, National Jelly Bean Day, those type of holidays, right? But did you know that there is actually national sex holidays? And I mean, of course, you know, I think one of the most famous famous ones that I always remember is March 14th. And yes, I forgot to mention it last month is Steak and Blowjob Day, you know, so I guess you get to have a steak and a blowjob. But then again, as I always say, why save it for one day, right? Well, April 14th is Cake and Cunnilingus Day. So my question is, is do we use the cake to put it between our legs and they eat the cake? Do we use frosting on our pussy so they can lick it off? And do we put their favorite frosting there? See, I'm involving food and eating pussy, you know, kind of like steak and blowjob. But I I think a guy would rather have us eat the steak instead of eat the steak on his cock. Just saying, you know, just kind of throwing that out there. But here's the thing. You know, they have lubes that taste like cake, birthday cake, frosting, or any other thing, kind of things, but not steak. I, I, I've noticed that, which that's okay by me. So, ladies, would you spread a bit of frosting on the 14th so you can have cake and cunnilingus day? Very interesting, isn't it? I really want to know. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax, let's have a whiskey with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore some erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, 
It had been a few weeks since we had our first male-female-male threesome, an adventure. We were at a friend's birthday party, and his wife hired a piano player to play at their home. Drinks were flowing. We were all gathered around the piano. He introduced himself as a French professor at a local university by day and a piano man at night. Please take my card and feel free to call me for any gathering. My wife and I shot me a look and I knew what that meant. My wife is 54, curly, auburn hair, great shape, perfect breast. This guy, I'm guessing, was half her age, long black hair, bearded, looked like he just stepped out of a J. Crew catalog. He played lots of popular songs we all knew, the words to, and we all sang together. Towards the end of the night, he belted out a song in French. I'm pretty sure my wife came right there in her pants. While everyone applauded, she whispered in my ear, We are so having a threesome with this guy. My mind started planning. We went home, fucked each other, silly. Not a word was said, but we both knew what we were thinking about. The next day, she went shopping, and I called him and booked a late lunch for the following Saturday. I told him who we were, and certainly he remembered my wife. I told him our intentions, and he was all in. I also told him it was formal and to wear a tuxedo. I told my wife and had a special lunch planned, and I wanted her to go into the New York City shop for an outfit that said Paris, 1950s, 60s, classy and sexy. The next Friday, she left early and planned to shop all day and get her hair and pussy shaved, nails done. Saturday, staying in night in the world-class hotel. I left work early and did all of the shopping. Everything was going to be about France. My wife has actually a minor in French, and that's why she went so crazy when he sang that song. When I spoke to him, we agreed the music would be all French classics from the opera and theater. I started early on Saturday. I took our antique rustic dining table and put it right next to our fireplace, which I had custom built. You can literally walk into it. It's so big. The menu was a cheese board appetizer, classic lamb stew braised in red wine and cognac and creme brulee for dessert. Our piano just sits to the right of the fireplace. I put candles everywhere. Everything was going smoothly. I get a text at 9 a.m. I had the most interesting night. I can't wait to tell you about it. I'm off to the salon. See you at 4 p.m. She arrives. The fire is roaring. She loves the way I have arranged everything. She is a sight to behold. Her hair was done in a beehive. She wore short leopard print skirt, a black satin long sleeve top, and a leopard print scarf around her neck. Four-inch leopard print stiletto heels, black stockings that I just knew were attached to retro multi-strapped garter belts, and a leopard print opera gloves. Absolutely gorgeous. And I can't forget the shiny rouge red lipstick. I poured her a gray goose martini and asked about her night. She had gone straight to a high-end lingerie store and arrived just as the owner was turning the key. She was about our age. Picture Angela Bassett. They hit it off right away and just started chatting about anything and everything. My wife told her about our lunch. 
and what her ideas were. She spent a ton of money and was there for hours. The woman asked what her plans were. She would shop all day, then check into the hotel. A lovely place. I would like to treat you to dinner. They had so much in common. They ate, drank, laughed. My wife invited her up to see her room and ordered champagne from room service. Before she knew it, it was midnight and they had to sleep. They said goodbye and just started making out. She fingered my wife for a minute, but my wife said she really wanted this, but I had to be there. They exchanged cell phone numbers and agreed to put something together soon. As if I wasn't worked up enough about what was about to happen. We talked and just stared at the fire, sipping our drinks. He was going to text me when he arrived. 4.30 on the dot. He's here. Doorbell rings. Who the hell could that be? Not sure. Open it. I need to tend to lunch. Her face turned red with excitement. They talked in French, and instead of European kiss on both cheeks, they shared a quick kiss on the lips. We talked a little. Then he went over and started playing the piano. We danced in front of the fireplace. It was dark now. Just candles lit the room. Dinner and dessert were amazing. We sipped wine and held hands, listening to the music. Then she asked, Do you know Claire de Lune by Debussy? Indeed I do. She walked over next to the piano and sang the entire song in French. When she finished, we both clapped our hands in amazement. He asked how she had done that in such perfection. Um, I might have forgotten to tell you this, hubby, but I fucked my French professor all through college. He was 20 years older than me. I used to go to his house and we would get stoned and he would put the song on loud as it could go while we had sex. I am certain your female students find it very difficult to focus in their class. Have you had any extra office visits? I have and love everything about all women, but would much rather feel the tenderness of a mature woman. Got it, she replied. Just then, she asked for Martini to be placed on the piano. She grabbed her new pocketbook. Naturally, it was in leopard print. Took out a new bottle of French perfume, did a couple sprays, and then took out a leopard print cigarette case, a gold lighter, and a gold long cigarette holder. She very slowly and quietly took off her skirt and blouse to reveal a leopard print garter belt and a leopard print corset with marabou feather trim. She was so put together and everything matched perfectly. She opened the case and put a perfectly rolled joint into the holder. She posed in front of the fireplace, seductively smoking like a gorgeous supermodel, if the 1950s or 60s. Then she approached him and just started making out. She worked on getting his pants off as they kissed. Pants off, she had him sit on the piano bench, and she just sat on his cock reverse cowgirl. They moved in rhythm as I just watched for a few minutes. She slowly got up and bent over the chair next to the fireplace. He took her doggy style as I took my pants off. We were both still wearing the top half of our tuxedo outfit, she was giving me a blowjob and getting fucked rather vigorously. 
I think every one of us was feeling fantastic based on all of our moans. Then she had her first orgasm and cried out in French. That was amazing. Don't stop fucking me. We kept going a few more minutes and he announced he was going to come soon. Her reply, I want all of it. The mix of her facial expressions, moans, the talking in French. I had to come. She swallowed every drop and then he announced he was coming. And she had one final leg tremoring orgasm. I put more wood on the fire, poured some port, and she lit up another joint in her holder. I took a pic of her. Sated, excited, confident, happy, sexy. We talked for a while, and unfortunately, he had a job he had to go to. They kissed passionately goodbye, and we shook hands. We all promised to put together another activity soon. We sat together next to the fire and kissed. Then I had another idea. Give me the number of the woman from New York. I texted her a pic of my wife smoking a joint in the lingerie she had picked out for her and asked her what she thought. A quick response. Good enough to eat. I texted back. I have a crazy idea. Want to have a Zoom call? Hell yes, was the response. I got right on, and she just as pretty as she was described. Seriously, looked just like Angela Bessette. We spoke for a little bit, then she said, How about I get to see you to fuck? No problem. We put on a show, as she got off with her vibrator. We all came and set up a date for her to come over and have a sleepover. I wish we had started this kind of stuff years ago. R. Well, hello, R. I'm sorry. I've had this letter. He actually mailed me this letter. And I have been practicing the French. And yeah, no, I'm sorry. That, That was those two phrases that she said he actually wrote it in French. And the first one, I was like, yeah, not going to happen. I need to know what this says. So I actually went to Google Translate. By the way, Google says you're right. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, he should translate it for me. But I did kind of quickly pull up Google and did a translation myself. Okay, so you asked me the questions, right? Definitely, this was hot. My favorite part? Wow, I, I actually, I... It's very non-sexual, but I'm into uh, not that I, I not that I dress this way, but I, it's piquing my interest. Very, uh, like you're saying, very vintage, classy, sexy, fifties, sixties, some forties. That vintage era is it's coming back, um, but it's so classy and sexy and very uh, femme fatale, very noir. Which I get comments that's where my voice usually Lauren Bacall, those actresses where I land. Um, not that I'm obviously an actress from the noir era, but um, all the years on the lines that kind of what I've, and Kathleen Turner's another one they, they say I remind them of, but that was actually one of my favorite parts. It, I was sitting here picturing her putting this stuff on and flirting with this woman, which I, I found sexy as well. I loved, you know, as I'm reading this, I'm thinking, wow, how incredibly sexy that no one's, I've never, one has ever written in about a piano player. So, but again, this is the third, if you're not a subscriber, we had a story on Friday also that 
a business card. So again, somebody asked, answer me this, is this the thing? Not that this business card was for sex, but I think it's unique that, you know, we all know that I don't read the stories until I am actually reading them live. So I had no clue this had another business card in it. So I find it very, very, very unique that we've had three um, business card stories per show, like in a row in a show. So I wonder if next week we'll have a fourth that Darcy hasn't said either way. So I don't know. What about you? I mean, what did you guys think? The the whole dynamic of it, and, and they sent a story in where the wife had the whole Alaskan, you know, tour guide thing. This is this couple here. And I got to see the fireplace. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And absolutely, that was completely amazing. But I did like that. I like the the, the piano. De- I've never thought about fucking on a piano bench. I'll be completely honest. I don't know why. It just seems kind of, you know, obvious that it was picked. I do have to say, you taking control and taking that, you know, sending that picture to the woman, the Angela Bassett, and you're right, Angela Bassett is the sexiest, one of the sexiest women I have ever seen. She's very classy, sexy. And there's just something about a woman that is classy, sexy. And to me, it's, it's more, to me, it's sexier than a woman that shows everything. You know, it just, I think it's the poise, the confidence and everything rolled into one. Um, I just wish I could wear heels like any other woman. I have two left feet and yeah, I'm not graceful at all. And the leopard, there's something about rouge and leopard. I have leopard print shoes. So that someone sent me as a gift. And this immediately made me think of my leopard shoes. So I did think of that. Have I ever had a male, female or female, female, male? Yes. I don't know if I should tell you about it, though. Yes, I've had a male, female, male. It was years upon years upon years ago. And like your wife, they were both 20 plus years older than me. It's a very fond memory that I have. Very, very, very fond. I'm not in touch with them now. They would be easily in their late 50s. One of them be in their late 50s and one of them be in their early 60s. Um, But uh, they opened my eyes to a lot of things. And I remember the first time we were together as a as a duo. And unlike yours, they actually were more dominant with me. And I think I've brushed on this once and I'm blushing over here, by the way, R. So I went because I was in college. So I would come back and they had this house, this huge house. And I had a room there that was mine that, you know, was all mine that I could come and go as I pleased and everything else. And on the bed one night was a tape recorder. And oh my God, I'm blushing. I'm burning up. I'm blushing. And a blindfold and not a tape recorder, but um, like a Walkman back in the days. But so yeah, I guess it was a tape recorder. So there we go. I hope everybody knows what a Walkman is here. And they said, put this on and lay on the bed naked and this and nothing else. So there I was spread eagled 
and everything else. And you, you can always tell, even though you're blindfolded, you can tell when the room changes and I could tell and it heightens everything about it. And two people walked in the room, kissed me. Well, they did actually kiss me, told me how beautiful I was, how sexy I was spread out on that bed. And, you know, they walked away. They said, do you trust us? And I, I said, absolutely. And the next thing I know, I feel two different sets of hands. Very different. I could tell they were different. And they continued to pleasure me, lick my pussy, kiss my, you know, nipples, you know, play with my neck. I mean, everything and anything. And I remember I got fucked doggy. Same thing as your wife got fucked doggy, sucked on the cock, you know, um, you know, two different guys like that. And afterward, we, you know, they left and my lovers removed the blindfold and the headset and we ended up having making love too. And at on Fridays, we always went out and listened to live music. It was something that I really do miss doing, actually. And on the way to the bar, or this pub, I should say, in English, <laughs> they had mentioned, they said, by the way, we're meeting some friends. And they said, either some, all, or none were there. But we're not going to tell you who. To this day, I don't know if anybody was at that table, if it was there. I don't know if it was them, if it was my two, I don't think it was my two lovers. So I don't know if it was them or two of their other friends they sh- let share me or what. But there it is, ladies and gentlemen, my first and, you know, well, really only in a long period of time of just being in a relationship with two because yes, it was a relationship I was together with in a polyandry relationship with them. And there you go. But no, I've never had a female, female male. So my cat's out of the bag. That's one thing I've been hiding from you guys. What do you think? Dear Nikki, I've been in lifestyle for eight years now and felt like it was time to share my story. This is how I became introduced to the lifestyle. Thanks to a couple I met in a bar one night. A little about myself. I'm 6'1", 250, good stocky built, broad shoulders, work out most days, but I am not toned. I've always liked how I looked and don't ever plan on changing that. In the toolbox, I'm an 8 by 6. When I met Fran and Mike, I was going through a breakup and it was just looking for a rebound. I went to a local bar near my apartment to grab dinner and watch a hockey game. The only seats were next to Fran and Mike. When I asked whether the seat was taken, Fran shook her head and moved her stuff off so I could sit. I didn't think much of it, but didn't know what could lead to later. I did think that Fran was kind of hot and hoping she was single. The wedding ring on her finger diminished that thought right away. I ordered dinner, a beer, and watched the game. Throughout the night, I chatted with Mike and Fran and liked who they were. We drank, had great conversations, and carried on until after the game was over. At one point, Fran got up and went to the bathroom, and Mike moved over to me and started talking about a good-looking what his wife was. As she walked towards the bathroom, I got a good look at her. She was about 5'5", five, five, late 40s, killer ass and tits. You could tell she worked to keep her body toned. Mike got a text, read it, and smiled. He had this grin on his face, 
and when I asked what was up, he asked if I knew what a hot white was. Never heard of it. I said something corny like, well, Fran is one hot wife. Mike laughed and proceeded to explain the lifestyle to me, explaining to me that Fran loved sleeping with other guys and that Mike enjoyed watching it. When I asked why he was telling me this, he showed me the text from Fran that said, he's kind of cute. Bring him home. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous, but I was intrigued and wanted to find out more. So we left and walked to their townhouse. Once there, everything moved quickly. We had a quick bourbon, and the next thing I know, we're in their basement room. What Mike later described as their playroom. Fran did a little strip tease for me as Mike watched. She took her time slowly getting out of her dress. And each time she shed a piece of clothing, she would have me lose the same. She would grind on me, put my face between her tits, and at times brush her hand against my cock. By the time we were both in our underwear, she got down on her knees and slowly pulled my boxers down. Once my cock popped out, she took it into her mouth. She went to town on it, and it was by far the best I'd ever had. I was getting close to coming and told her. She kept going and going, and I couldn't hold on any more, and shot my cum into her mouth, and she didn't bulk. When I had finally stopped coming, she had pulled away and some cum spilled out of her mouth. Then she got up, walked over to Mike, and kissed him. Although I was surprised, it did turn me on a bit. She gave me some water and said, You better get hard again. We're not done yet. Mike went into the bathroom and came out with Viagra. I've never needed it but I figured what the hell. I took the time between the Viagra kicking in to go down on Fran. I love eating pussy and could go for hours and hours eating a woman out. I focused on her clit and some light tongue fucking as well as slowly inserting fingers in her. In a matter of 15 minutes, I was getting hard again and I told her I was ready for her. She shook her head yes and I got on top of her and put it in. She lined it up with her pussy walls, and I slowly slid in. As I slowly pushed inside of her, Fran mentioned I was thicker than what she was used to. And as soon as I was deep inside her, she locked eyes and said, Fuck my married pussy, like it's yours. Soon all you could hear were the two bodies clapping together and Fran moaning like a woman possessed. She came three times during our romp. We did it all from doggy style to her on top, to prone bone. I forgot Mike was there until he came up and had Fran suck him off at one point. I was coming to the point where I needed to come again. When I mentioned I was close, Fran said to come inside her. I looked at Mike and he nodded his approval. Maybe 10 seconds later, I mean came inside this woman who I'd only met four hours ago. After I came, we both collapsed on the bed and lay there as we both commented on the marathon. I remember seeing Mike come over and come on his wife, chest, just to finish off. He said I could crash there if I wanted to, and I said I would. Fran passed out on the bed after cleaning herself off, and we both fell asleep as we spooned. We had one more fuck in the morning before I left. Fran and I met up off and on for two years before they moved further away for work. I have more stories for us, but wanted to share our first meet together. Jackson. Well, hello, Jackson. It sounds like you had a 
very, very nice introduction to the lifestyle. I don't know if I could have went home with him the first night. I do like that she texted from the restroom to say, yeah, he's cute. Bring him home. I do have to say that I am definitely into your build. I'm very, I call them uh, homegrown or, you know, in the Midwest as, you know, meat and potatoes. There's just something about it. I don't know what it is. It, I mean, that they're in shape, but they're not like, you know, they don't have six packs and blah, 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 but they can still fuck like great. That's my type. Well, of course, add the silver foxy stuff. And, you know, that's my definitely my type. But I I think I would have definitely checked you out. And I definitely would have said, bring you home. There's something about the connection. And it sounded like the two of you had it. Have you and I like that there's a common theme here where you guys had picked somebody up at a bar. I mean, it seems like it's the most common place to pick up a a fling for the night, right? If you were sitting next to a couple, you know, anyone here, and the husband said, or the wife said, my partner is into you. Do you want to play? What would you say? If you were out, maybe far away where no one knew you or even in your hometown, and maybe they were just breezing by and on vacation, would you take them back to your place? Would you go back to their hotel to explore some things, which if you've never been into the lifestyle or just never had a threesome or had the husband watch and had his permission, would you take that leap if you felt good, if you felt safe? Would you do it? I hope so. Because you know, the way he talked and the way R talked about the piano player that spoke French, now that I kind of think of it, I think I would take that leap. What do you guys think? I really want to know. I think this is a perfect place to stop for today. I want to thank you again for joining me. Don't forget Crazy Summer Nights coming up. I do believe it's sold out, but I'm going to say it isn't. There are There is a hotel in town, so you can still go and partake into the day events, but I think camping at the site is sold out. But I will, again, reach out. I'll probably know Friday, so you probably won't obviously know till next week if there's still spaces available. Don't forget my book's still on sale. If you haven't checked it out on Amazon, uh, you can do the Kindle Unlimited and read it there as well. I would really like to leave a review, say hi, you know, those kind of things. And in closing, hello, lover. Why don't we go out to that beach? You remember the one? And lay a tail down or blanket. I think you see where this is going. And have a nice, good fucking. It's kind of what I'm craving anyway. What about you? And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a fucking fabulous week.